0: Section 10 of The Sunny Side. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz. The Sunny Side by A. A. Milne. The Sands of Pleasure. Ladies first, so we will start with Jenny. Jenny is only nine, but she has been to the seaside before and knows all about it. She wears the fashionable costume de plage, which consists of a white linen hat, a jersey, and an overcrowded pair of bathing drawers, into which not only Jenny, but the rest of her wardrobe has had to fit itself. Two slim brown legs emerge to bear the burden, and one feels that if she fell over, she would have to stay there until somebody picked her up she is holding Richard Henry by the hand Richard Henry is four and this is the first time he has seen the sea Jenny is showing it to him privately he thinks that it has been overrated there was a good deal of talk about it in his suburb particularly from Jenny who had been there before and naturally one expected something rather well rather more like what they had been saying it was like However, perhaps it would be as well to keep in with Jenny and not let her see that he is disappointed. So every time she says, Isn't the sea lovely? He echoes, Lovely. And now and then he adds, just to humor her, Is that the sea? And then she has the chance to say again, Yes, that's the sea, darling. Isn't it lovely? It is obvious that she is proud of it. Apparently she put it there anyway it seems to be hers now jenny has brought father and mother as well as richard henry there they are over there when she came before she had to leave them behind much to their disappointment father was saying form fours left before going off to france again and mother was buying wool to make him some more socks it was a great relief to them to know that they were being taken this time and that they would have jenny to tell them all about it father is lying in a deck chair smoking his pipe there has been an interesting discussion this afternoon as to whether he is a coward or not father thought he wasn't but mother wasn't quite so sure jenny said that of course he couldn't really be because the king gave him a medal for not being one but mother explained that it was only a medal he had over and father happened to be passing by the window i don't see what this has to do with it said father i simply prefer bathing in the morning ooh you said this morning you preferred bathing in the afternoon says jenny like a flash i know but since then i've had time to think it over and i see that i was hasty the morning is the best time i'm afraid he is a coward said mother sadly wondering why she hadn't married him the whole point is why did jenny bring me here to enjoy yourself said jenny promptly well i am said father closing his eyes but we do not feel so sure that mother is enjoying herself she has just read in the paper about a mine that floated ashore and exploded nobody was near at the time but supposing one of the children had been playing with it which one said father lazily jenny then we should have lost jenny this being so jenny promises solemnly not to play with any mine that comes ashore nor to let richard henry play with it nor to allow it to play with richard henry nor i suppose i may just point it out to him and say look that's a mine says jenny wistfully if she can't do this it doesn't seem to be much use coming to the seaside at all i don't think there would be any harm in that Says father but don't engage it in conversation thank you very much says Jenny and she and Richard Henry go off together mother watches them anxiously father closes his eyes now says Jenny eagerly I'm going to show you a darling little crab won't that be lovely richard henry having been deceived as he feels about the sea is not too hopeful about that crab however he asks politely what's a crab you'll see directly darling says jenny and he has to be content with that crab he murmurs to himself suddenly an idea occurs to him he lets go of jenny's hand and trots up to an old gentleman with white whiskers going to see a crab he announces going to see a crab are you my little man says the old gentleman kindly going to see a crab says richard henry determined to keep up his end of the conversation well i never so you're going to see a crab says the old gentleman doing his best with it richard henry nods two or three times going to see a crab he says firmly luckily jenny comes up and rescues him otherwise they would still be at it come along darling and see the crab she says picking up his hand and Richard Henry looks triumphantly at the old gentleman there you are perhaps he will believe a fellow another time jenny has evidently made an arrangement with a particular crab for this afternoon it is to be hoped that the appointment will be kept For she has hurried richard henry past all sorts of wonderful things which he wanted to stop with for a little but the thought of this lovely crab which jenny thinks so much of forbids protest quite right not to keep it waiting what will it be like will it be bigger than the sea we have reached the rendezvous we see now that we need not have been in such a hurry there says jenny excitedly isn't he a darling little crab he's asleep that's why we need not have hurried Richard Henry says nothing he can't think of the words for what he is feeling what he wants to say is that Jenny has let him down again they passed a lot of these funny little things on their way here but Jenny wouldn't stop because she was going to show him a crab a great big enormous darling little crab which might have been anything and now it's only just this No wonder the old gentleman didn't believe him. Swindled, that's the word he wants. However, he can't think of it for the moment, so he tries something else. Darling little crab, he says. They leave the dead crab there, and hurry back. What shall I show you now? says Jenny. End of the Sands of Pleasure Recording by Pamela Krantz